This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. and around Australia and the world if you are listening on the Joy app. It is the tag team this morning All with Harry Hunter and Davey Aporta. We're all back in form. Welcome back, Davey. I'm better and feeling 100%. Bring a little Danish jig there, I like it. <laughs> yeah. We are ready for this this morning. It is 6.35 or 5.35, but we're moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving Ignore on. That. Ignore that feeling. Ignore <laughs> yeah. that feeling. Uh, it's Yes. We're calling it Yes 94.9 this week, all week on Joy to get behind uh, the Yes vote in the postal vote. Just in case you had any uh, doubts about where we might stand on it, we're really yeah. com- coming out. We're coming out hard. <laughs> we're making it, it obvious. Crack your show coming up. I need some advice from you guys. So I'm starting to feel a little. Um, well, I'm feeling the subtle decay of age, and I'm going. I'm, I'm on the precipice. You've of You've come huge to the right decision. place, Hunter. I'm on the precipice of a huge decision, guys, and I need you to push me over the cliff. Oh God, I can't wait for oh, that. Wow. Happy, happy right. to give you a push anywhere you like. <laughs> I've never Trem- seen you so excited, Harry. Um, I. Uh, well, guys, I uh, I did a surprise, a romantic surprise, but the uh, joke or surprise was back on me. Oh, you are very romantic. Ooh. You're very romantic by nature. That's the Welsh, though, aren't they? Very romantic. And if you're a Tigers fan, I have the world's biggest sports track coming That's right. Up. It's been a big weekend of sports. Joy.org.au But in the meantime, guys, here comes Dave. He's coming across the field. He's got a hockey stick in one hand. It's winter hockey. No, it's summer hockey, which they play on a slightly smaller field. It's Dave's Sports Track. Thank you, Hunter. And if you're a Richmond supporter, tune in. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. What's happening here? I I got the theme song. It's Dave's Sports Sports Wrap. Behind the Neverland, we'll find the time. Tigerland, the tigers, yellow and black, going from Tigerland. Come on, Cal, we don't want to miss our first footy match together, doll. Sorry, we're going. I digress. Is that Kath Day night? Is that the mother? Kath, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Off you go. Cue to go now. Yeah. Uh, Richmond demolished Adelaide Crows at the G on Saturday afternoon by a whopping forty-eight points. No one saw that coming. Oh. I did. You're quick to jump on the bandwagon. Oh. Were you I, Adelaide last week? You were, no. No, I just know their song. Sounds like you were Adelaide yeah, last week. Yeah, I was not Tigers. Yellow and black. Oh, wow. Well. Okay, and Dusty Munn, uh, he's had a massive year. Dusty! Not, not only has he signed the big big contract, he's won the Norm Smith, he's won the Brownlow, he's won the Club Best and Fairest, he's won the MVP award, he's won everything. He's won. I even went and got a Dusty haircut. Hearts and minds is yeah, what he's Went and got a Dusty thing. haircut. Uh, not on your head either. Um, NRL Grand Final, <gasps> Melbourne Storm, uh, the... Go to the storm. They had the best season ever, and they yep. capped it off with a 34-6 win over the North Queensland Cowboys. Billy Slater won the Clive Churchill, which is the best on ground. 
And uh, there is a bit of a, uh, you know, Cooper Cronk's moving to Sydney to be with his mm. girlfriend and may play somewhere else, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Cronk's on the move. Read how you want. Cronk came uh, the way to Queensland. Billy Slater, also his career is, is yet to commit to next season as well. He'll be a big loss for uh, Storm. Let um, me say yeah. this, guys. As someone who knows nothing about NRL, I've got some pretty important commentary here. From what where I'm standing, it appears as though the Melbourne Storm's in the final every single year. True or false? That's 100% true. true. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're very good. Also, Macklemore or starred uh, with the entertainment singing Same Love as well, which obviously got a bit of controversy in the lead-up to that. It was nice, though, wasn't I it? I liked I watched it. it. It helped with the ratings. I mean, who would have thought I was tuning into the NRL pregame? But there I was. <laughs> and just to cap it off as well, Bernard Tomic has won his first ATP match win in three months oh, after well losing done. four in a row. So my man Bernie, he's back. What's not to love? Bernie? Well, I'm sick of the media getting stuck into it, so I'm the only person in mainstream or community radio who's defending Bernard. I like that. I like that. Yeah, get it. I mean, what's not to love? What's not to love about Bernard, Tommy? Nothing. I can think of nothing at all. Um, all right, well, it's uh, a nice sports wrap. wrap. Well done. Joy.org.au. It's the tag team with Harry Hunter and Dave the Apprentice. Thank God you started referring to yourself by your full I title. Know, That's, how I, That's what I like in a man. Yeah, team player. I actually go to the doctors now and they uh, say, just write your full name down. I write Dave the Apprentice. Yep. They'll say, yes, you've contracted it again, Dave the Apprentice. Have a <laughs> have a sit down. Uh, we were talking the grand final. You were doing the sports report, Dave. And it may shock you to know, guys, that I was very, very into the final this season. Really? Year. I was. I was watching it in the great suburb of Richmond. Oh. Uh, and then when they had the big win, I thought to myself, you know what? Let's go down into the streets. Really? Let's go and join the people. Oh, Get yeah. amongst the proletariat. You are a man of the people, aren't I am, you? I am a man of yes, the people. Yes, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to, but it took some convincing. But before yeah. you know it, there I was on Swan Street. Yeah. The streets are filled. I feel like you could just walk straight into the Richmond Cheer Squad and it'll just be seamless. Fit right in. Yeah, yeah. fit right in. Let yeah. me tell you this about what was happening on Swan Street, okay? Laws had gone out the window. Really? It was lawless. It was it was the wild west out there. And hit me, this is one thing I learnt. A happy riot feels a lot like just a riot. <laughs> That is true. Because I am way too sensible for that stuff. So when everyone's having a great time, I was actually checking for exits at one point. I was like, really? This school's tits up. You are out of there. I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I learnt the difference between, like, protests, right? And I think you can always tell a good protest from a bad protest with um, how the sign activity is going. Up and down. Up and down, shouty, yep. that means angry. Yeah, I think so. Side yeah. to side, sway. Yeah. Nice, it's sway, a nice one. Music. Yeah. There was lots of music going on, yeah. lots of chants, awful. Uh, um, oh. I mean, they were great fun at the time, <laughs> but all the times, like, really awful, or really awful chants. The, all the barber shops threw open their doors and were doing free dusty haircuts. Yeah. Really? I got very excited about that. I didn't know who Dusty was at that point, but I did a Google. Slim so Dusty. It, it was yeah. not Slim <laughs> Dusty, by the way. <laughs> I'll have a Slim Dusty cut. <laughs> Gotta have a drink with Duncan. <laughs> Duncan's my name. There were people on the roofs. Oh, my God. They were, like, throwing down streamers. Everyone's like, look at them throwing streamers. I was like, they'll be throwing a beer bottle in a second. Get undercover. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why Richmond only win a flag every so often because I just don't think Melbourne can deal with it every no, year. I can't handle no. it. What I do want to talk about, though, is the romance of dating, okay? Because I want to know, you know, sometimes you go on a couple of dates with a man or a lady and then after a couple of dates you think, you know, this is not working out. Okay, yep. what I want to know is, do you always have to have the awkward conversation and say, I don't want to see you anymore? Or can you just stop writing back to their text messages? Well, my position is, I'm a, I am think I'm a big, what do they call it? Is it ghosting or? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the term. I'm a big ghoster. Yeah, I really me. am. And I do apologise. I wish I could just do a public apology to everybody I've ghosted in the oh, past. But if only you had some sort of community platform with yeah, which to do, do a public it. apology, Dave. <laughs> exactly. The platform's yours, man. Okay, let me just read some names out then. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> No. But I think if uh, I think if it's not going well, I, don't, I think it's awkward. I think people sense when it's not going well. 
You yes. know, they don't need to be told, okay, this is not working out. Great dates. Um, you yeah, but let me give you a hypothetical, okay? So I think, so first of all, how many dates do you have to go on before you definitely have to have the conversation? Three. I reckon three is a great number. Yeah, I think three is a great okay, number. Okay, so Dave, picture this. If you can, in your wildest dreams, is imagine you and I going on a date, okay? <gasps> oh, yeah. You're your a very eye. lucky man. Open tune out, Reid. Tune out. Open your eyes. <laughs> open your eyes. It's creepy with your eyes closed now. <laughs> so you and I, we've been on two dates. So yes. that's under your date threshold. Yeah. Okay? The first one was okay. The second one's pretty average. But I quite like you. You just think that I'm a, a, bit, a bit of a tosser. Right? Yeah. So after two dates, you just don't contact me. But then the next day I text you and say, Dave, had a great time last night. Can't wait oh. to see you again. Let me know when you want to catch up. Is That's that a really kind of ghost? What do you do? I think what happens, you, you don't completely go off the radar, but the, your length of responding. Uh, responding. Oh, oh, so maybe good. it might be like a 12-hour, 24-hour. So that it's really starts to get draining for you to text me and you start getting the hint fairly oh, early. Because I'd be panicking. Yeah. I'm used to you writing back instantly. Because if I was really, really keen on you, in like 30 seconds, I'll be straight back to you. Right. Hunter, you were great last night. Uh, loved That's the right. Pinot. Um, Love the what? Pinot. The wine. Oh Come on, God. guys. That's your yeah. Well, God. Spanish. <laughs> I think the uh, time zones. Uh... That's a great idea. So you take a longer to reply and yes. get the message. I want to talk about ghosting, right? So when you go on a date with someone and then you get so into it and then you decide you're not into them anymore and you just walk away, right? You just don't tell them. You just walk away, okay? Yeah. Reed's done this recently. <gasps> I mean, not so recently, obviously. Before <laughs> me, right? So he, so he went on a date with a couple people and then he just ghosted him and the guy texts him, like, ignore him, never see him again, yada, yada, yada. Six months there. Oh, Sorry, I've, got to say that, I've got to say that it was his barista. That's how they met, right? Oh, so he was a barista. So, of course, he ghosted him, and then he couldn't go to the coffee shop anymore. Wasn't an option. So uh, he just had to change coffee shops. So flash forward a year later, he walks into his new favourite ever coffee shop, and who's behind the coffee machine? You'll never guess it. <laughs> the same guy. Oh, my goodness. Plot twist. Joy.org.au Speaking of surprise, Harry, you've really gone out of your way uh, this week to do a bit of a romantic oh. surprise. Take us through it. All right, so um, I haven't seen Holly in five weeks because she's been doing a regional tour. You might not know this day, but Holly's of the theatre. Oh, yes. She's yeah, doing a sort okay. of, uh, what, like a, a vaudevillian tour around the it's, country. Um, oh. It's a Shakespearean farce. Yeah, she's yeah, dicking about doing a Shakespeare. She's off, uh, where she's been? She's been to the NT. <laughs> she's been, uh, been up she's the been Alice. Alice. Uh, Wyala, Esperance. Esperance, all the big theatre towns. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, can't move for crowd. Can't move for crowds. Sell out shows. I mean, if you, I don't know if you've been to Esperance, but they call it Australia's Little Shakespeare. Yeah, oh. they really do. They I'll get around my, there. Uh, I'll put it on my to-do list. Yeah. Australia's Stratford-upon-Avon. That's what that's <laughs> called. That's what they call Esperance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah. Can I quickly ask where is Esperance? Uh, no idea. <laughs> oh, WA. WA. <laughs> Um, so, so she's been away, and um, I was gonna go um, this weekend to go and see her, but it was grand final, so um, <laughs> yeah, so bad luck, <laughs> bad luck. But then after grand final, like last week was like I think the most that we've missed each other. So I was like, right, well, I'm gonna try my best to go and see her in Mount Gambier. <laughs> Right, not so far. A lot closer than Esperance. Not closer than Esperance. Um, like four hours and fifty minute drive. So I went. I caught up with um, my dad watched the match and then during the match I'd text her for her address um, and then I was like oh but what's your room number and then um, maybe half an hour later she rang me and she was like 
Hey, are you... Sorry, sorry. You were getting a room number because you were about to secretly drive across the state. I was going to drive across the state. Surprise her. But a a bit of a giveaway asking for her address, I suppose. But what can you do? But I didn't know how else. Like, Mount Gambier is a very big town, so how would I find her in Mount Gambier? That's That's a fair point. Um, Although, all the town had probably gone and seen the show. Well, yeah, exactly. Has anyone seen Puck the Forest Fairy? And they'd be like, yes, down on on Argyle Street. I saw it so how did this all cut? So so then so then she rang me and she was like, "Oh, are you gonna come and see me?" I was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna <laughs> come and see." You. She was like, "Oh, good because I'm gonna jump in the set truck on Monday and I'm gonna come and surprise you." And I was like, "Well, actually, I'm coming to see you tonight." <laughs> and then she was like, "Oh my god, imagine if you've got all the way to Mount Gambia oh. and I wasn't." Here. <laughs> Could the clown car get all the way to Mount Gambia? <laughs> Just me and Molly. There was a lot of clown gear. So, um, in effect, you kind of ruined two surprises because you ruined your own and you ruined hers too. Yeah. So, did you see her in Mount Gambia? Saw her in Mount Gambia, and oh god, I tell you what, the route that I had to take <gasps> to get there. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm with you there, Andre. I, I finally saw her after five weeks, and yeah. let me tell you the route the that route. I had to take to get there. Joy.org.au. We've been talking surprises gone wrong, guys, and it reminded me of when I was a young man and I went to uh, the circus. My nana took me to the circus. You're still a young man, Hunter. Thank you, everyone. I went to the circus. Yep. And uh, afterwards, my nana was driving home in a mysterious route. And I said, what ho, nana? Wherefore are we driving? And she said, to your surprise party at your other nan's house. (laughs) 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 I was like, to my what? He's like, to your surprise party. I said, oh, why did you tell me and ruin the surprise? He said, we got this far. I thought this was surprise enough. <laughs> then I got to the house and everyone was like, surprise! And I was like, oh, Nana already told me. Tell you about a surprise party my friend was trying to plan, but so, so silly, had the actual birthday person in the Facebook group chat. <laughs> <laughs> by accident. By accident, yeah. <laughs> so he started off the message saying, uh, Anne's going to hate this, but by the way, we're having a surprise party <laughs> for Anne's 60th or something. I love surprises and I've never had a surprise party. I've never really had a party. Well, I went to that party the other day where you dropped the trombone on the lady's head and hurt her. <laughs> that was a party. Yeah, but like for like a birthday, I mean. Oh, like an Ooh. event party. Yeah, like, like an event. Well, yeah, you have your thirtieth eventually. You can have a party then. Yeah, no, but it gives me. You know what I'm like with like group things. It gives me a bit of anxiety. Right. Well, and maybe I, Dave and I can Ooh. surprise organize you a surprise party. It can be a tag team. That would be, that would be great party. because. Because so it's just going to be Prue, Serena. And what's wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah, take it or leave it. What are you? What are you watering that <laughs> down? Joy.org.au. We're talking all things marriage equality, and we thought we'd have a chat now about uh, why the yes vote uh, is important to us. So we're going to go. We're going to go around. It's going to be a little sharing circle. Okay, so we can hold hands again, Dave, if you like. Harry, you won't be fan of the holding hands, will you, babe? No. Let's not hold hands. Okay, no, no, hands. No, no holding hands. Okay. Well, Dave, Dave, mate, you kick us off. What do you? Well, well, how have you been feeling this week? Well, it's actually, I think it's actually been a really tough vote for everyone. So basically, I think I've, I've, we're in the bubble. So voting yes is straightforward. It's understanding. We all just get it. Mm. However, there's people outside our bubble who just don't get what this yes vote means. And I think uh, marriage equality doesn't solve everything, but mm-hmm. it's a, definitely a great start. Um, so I voted yes. I think there's there's people that I know who are close to my heart who have obviously been in relationships for you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 years and never had the chance to marry. Um, so I think part of my vote goes to those couples, mm. but also probably the other half of my vote goes to people who are growing up, you know, that are probably not sure of their sexuality mm-hmm. at the moment. 
And I think we've all probably had trouble with it, uh, accepting our own sexuality at times and probably gone through some tough times through our teenage years and coming to that terms of, you know, being gay or being lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be great that if we can try and build a world for those young children to come into our world and maybe and make it a little bit easier for them. Mm, um, it's been tough for me personally, this uh, Yes campaign. Um, my dad's actually uh, quite religious and um and uh, informed me that he actually voted no in the in the campaign wow. now that's 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 something really tough to to take i think and Absolutely. like there's a bit that's only about nine ten days ago that he let me know that but it's it's tough to now to think from that like the survey and i know it's been designed by the conservatives and all that, but there's been a lot of pain for, for me to, to cop that but also there's been a lot of obviously more severe stuff to to other people and were you surprised to learn that be did you think um, that you would vote yes or? i think we've talked about marriage equality probably for the last sort of 12 to 18 months and i i thought we've had some healthy discussions where i think when it would come to just at the end of the day it's just a piece of paper it's it is private um mm. if he's ashamed to rock up to his church on Sunday and, and it's not something that he needs to disclose to his church. So yeah. I think, I thought that maybe a family would be uh, preferred over religion and, mm-hmm. and just a quick vote, yes, it probably doesn't mean much to him. He doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect mm-hmm. him personally. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it does affect me severely. So I thought that we'd got to that stage where uh, a tick to yes wasn't a huge deal, but obviously it still is for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so tough to take. I think I've had some, like, discussions with family about, you know, what's the... You know, if I was to get married, does Dad get invited to that wedding? Yeah, yeah, So they're my thoughts that have gone through my head in the last Mm. week. So I think uh, if we can just try and, you know, (laughs) speaking about the children again, uh, if we can get marriage equality through this year, it's a great start. Hopefully it makes it easier for the next generation. That's right, absolutely. Absolutely. That's my reasons, Dave. Thanks for sharing that, Dave. I I posted um, a status uh, last week about how I was feeling and I thought maybe I'd... Uh, it was on my personal uh, Facebook, so I thought That's maybe... Right. You put it out with a cute little photo of you as a, what, nuggly nug- little tomboy, let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a football between my legs, standing in the garden, showing my muscles. Um, <laughs> showing your muscles. So I thought... Is that the stance where you flex yeah, your muscles out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, classic. So I thought I'd uh, share this. So um, this is a photo of me. I think I'm about seven or eight in this picture. I've always loved football, getting muddy and being outside. I was always told I was a tomboy... Because I like those things and I didn't like dresses, makeup or learning how to French plait. I was told multiple times that I should have been born a boy by teachers at primary school. I was discouraged from playing sport because it wasn't ladylike, even though it made me the happiest. I ignored those things um, that made me happy because I didn't want to stand out. I didn't want to be different in the eyes of people that told me I was. Uh, I would play football and rugby in secret and be the only girl on the boys team. The more that I'm defined by my sexuality... Ooh, it's got a bit serious, oh, guys. So now you're regretting not letting us hold hands, babe. I know, I really am. <laughs> yeah, we need more than that. The more that I'm defined by my sexuality and only seen as different, the more I want to reach out to kids like me. I'm not angry that the people who are paid to represent me aren't doing their jobs. I'm not angry that the, pay, that the people who would harm me or wish me ill because of who I love get to have their say about me. I'm not angry that there's a divide in a country that I've called my home for the last eight years. I'm just tired and sad. Sad that other kids are going to question whether they're normal like I question myself, but I got to do that without a no campaign. I'm tired of having conversations where people say to me, it's your job to convince me why voting yes is the right thing to do. I'm tired and sad of sitting around a table with people and talking to them about marriage and babies and then them turning to me and saying, I know it's hard now, but it's only a matter of time. It's sad that it's come to this, but it's not surprising. The thing that surprised me the most is how affected by this I've been. 
I've never felt more different than I do now, but I've also never felt more unique. Unique because I've learned to love my differences, not apologise or hide how much I love sport. When I was 18, I got a tattoo on my hip that says gay in Chinese writing. I thought I was a real culture vulture back then, but truth be told, I got that tattoo as an act of rebellion because I never thought I'd come out. I wanted a secret that was just for me. It was for me to know exactly who I was and not forget it. I'm currently getting laser tattoo removal because I'm out. I'm never going to hide who I am, and I'm not 100% sure it even says gay. At work today, I was asked what characteristics from my childhood I've carried through to adulthood. I'm still learning every day. I've never give up, given up on being me. I've never stopped trying to do things that make me happy. I cried in front of my colleagues today, and I usually have a strict cry sparingly at work policy. But I can't hide how the postal vote is affecting me. Do I want the same rights as everyone else? Yes. Would I like to get married? Yes. Would I like to learn how to French plat? Maybe. <laughs> Two of those questions are being decided by a survey. I've not written this to beg for votes. I've written this because a lot of other people I admire, respect, and call my friends have shared their stories. I wouldn't be doing my football-loving childhood self the respect, honesty, and compassion she deserves if I didn't share too. We're just people standing in front of other people asking to be treated the same. No more. No less. Yeah, good stuff, Harry. Oh, that was beautiful, Harry. It was really good, and I love a bit of a Notting Hill reference at the end there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one of my favourite calls. <laughs> That's good. Well, I've been thinking a lot um, this week. I mean, you know, it's easy to talk about marriage equality a lot without actually thinking about um, mm. what it means to you. And I was remembering when the debate. Um, sort of first came in, into the media and, and I'm talking many years ago now, maybe like 10 years ago when, when I first started thinking about it and I remember thinking that I wasn't that, I wasn't that bothered by it. Like I, I didn't think that we needed it and mm. um, obviously that's evolved greatly over time and I think it's very important now and I was trying to work out why I didn't get it at first and I think the answer to that is similar to what you were saying Dave, is that there was no role modelling of it. You know what I mm. mean? As we were growing up there were no uh, gay people that were legally married anyway uh, in Australia and so because of that, I think that I didn't picture it as part of my future. And so I think what you said, Dave, is right, that this sort of marriage quality is really important for future generations because it mm -hmm. does legalise, normalise our relationships. And then I think if I was, you know, growing up, uh, you know, from this point on, then you would see that for yourself. And who knows what sort of mental health benefits that could have for people if they these are sort of active and legalised relationships in society and what sort of harm that could help prevent, you know. Mm. And, and on that note, I think it's probably as good a time as ever to announce that I'm having a baby. Yay! Yay! In and, actual um, life? An actual real-life baby. And, you know, that is going to be a tremendous baby in a rainbow family, and I want that baby to have, you know, uh, all the legal uh, and, or as much protection that the law and society can give it um, mm. through that respect. So uh, uh, let's, hold, let's hold hands. Yay. Come on. Let's vote yes. Let's get it bloody done. Yay! Yay! Joy.org.au have a look at me, both of you, okay? I want you to look at me. I want you to look closely. Okay. This is Dave. I'm giving you permission to perv, okay? Drink me in like a tall glass of water and then answer the question, do I need to go and get Botox? Yes. Look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, was yes week. That, that was, was yes week. Oh, oh, right, so right. quick. No, it's just yes week. He didn't mean it, did you? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't mean it. Because, no, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm starting to feel the crushing decay of age, I'll be honest, and I'm living with a doctor. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. And the doctor's gone off to do some uh, Botox training. Oh, he's I need been, some mannequin. That's he's a right. Dummy. He needs some. He needs a dummy. I do have to pay for it though, oh. but just cost price, right? And I'm starting mm. to look in the mirror. I'm doing the, you know, I've got to be the crow's feet. Mm. And some people have been saying to me that the sooner you start, the better. Oh, really? Well, one person said to me, the sooner you start, the better, because then you can't make the wrinkles. But then oh. someone else said to me. But I started young and then you're just constantly trying to keep up. Constantly trying to keep up. Yeah. Wow. So how do we feel about cosmetic procedures? Where's, uh, has this been in your thoughts for a while? Oh, days. Or just, okay, just days. Hours, okay. probably. Four days, five days. Mm. I don't know how I feel about Botox. I'm a bit on the fence at the moment, Harry. What do you think? Well, I, I've got quite, um, I've got a couple of deep lines. I've got a big frown line in the middle of my face and like that. Sometimes when it's, I'm just relaxed around my mouth, mm. I'm like, oh, that's a deep line. Maybe I should get Botox. And Holly's like, no. No Botox. It just means that you smile a lot. But then I'm like, yeah, but maybe it might be better. But I, I my brother's had it done. <laughs> oh, of oh. course he has. Silly question. Yeah. This is Morgan, Harry's Morgan. gay brother. How's it going for him? Um, I mean, he just looks the same. Sometimes he just can't. He looks a little... Yeah, he's, he's a little stretched. Yeah, he's a bit... Mm. That's how I want to look. I want to look curious all the time. Oh, yeah. I always think it's a bit of a, once you start, it becomes a bit of a, you've got to keep doing it. You'll have to get your boots on next, Hunter. Oh, oh, well, yeah, get it all done. You can find more Joycast and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.